and here's the here's the crazy hammer thing and literally a hammer this is the weird thing about that movie is it is a warhammer 40k prequel really what warhammer i i don't play it yeah but it's a huge thing people that play I've heard warhammer. warhammer yeah so I've it's heard a pre- of it. what's a prequel event horizon oh weird <laughs> is is actually in the lore of warhammer 40k oh weird so that's like a, it's that's like when bethesda would sneak stuff into fallout one and two yeah supposedly uh event horizon is the crossing like whatever it went through in the black hole like or yeah, obviously the event horizon whatever it saw um opened like the rift to cause the warhammer 40k war interesting yeah and I that's, get into from that. the, that's from the director and the writer like they actually like knew that when they were doing it so oh, that's cool but as creepy as that movie is stand alone and as important it is to me as a person like loving sci-fi horror uh i find i, I don't play warhammer but i think that's fascinating and it makes it more interesting to me mm-hmm I got to get into that. I got to read about that because I love that movie. I'm going to have to dive a little bit more into it. Oh, on this on today's episode of Fishbowl, <laughs> we will be covering a lot of weird topics. I honestly, I cannot remember the last time we did a Fishbowl. I think we're on 13, 13 or 14. Or it might not even be that. It might be 12. Doesn't matter. Uh, we got plenty of topics that we're going to cover. Most of them, I will say this right now are videos not like i'd say like 30 40 percent of them are videos so i'll be sending those into the discord you as a listener if you want to check them out we will toss them there um we will describe what we're watching pretty you know pretty in depth so so if you don't have the ability to watch it don't worry but on that note we're going to spin the wheel to see what the first thing we're going to be talking about and it is okay this one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is more of a what are your thoughts on this, all right? So it was a uh, again most of these things that I um I get for the fishbowl are on Reddit and this one that I saw it it uh I thought it was pretty I'm not going to say clever, but I thought this was a would be a pretty messed up thing if it were to happen. Um, two seconds. It's it's loading right now. Okay, so it's it's a torture method. Okay, this is not it, this has not been done, but someone made a drawing of it, and it's just like a stick figure on a treadmill, and the treadmill is about the size of a room, right? Just a normal sized room, and the floor is sandpaper, like a sandpaper treadmill. All right, and um it's is definitely not the worst but i've been tooling around with the idea of a torture method where a victim is placed naked in a metal room with a rough grit sandpaper uh belt floor the idea of the floor is moving very slow 24 7 the victim would have to walk constantly to avoid being scrapped eventually they would they would tire and pass out but the uh the they would keep obviously the paper would keep going and then they would hit the wall if they fell asleep and start scraping against their flesh. This would wake them up and keep them in agony until they would bleed out days later or something. What are you guys' thoughts on a, (laughs) on a sandpaper room torture method? Don't they do that in Guantanamo already? (laughs) Guantanamo Bay got shut down. Oh, oh, okay. You know what my first thing is that I think of is um, Jamiroquai. Virtual Insanity, the the music video. Entire room is on a conveyor belt and he's dancing. What What? what band and what song? Jamiroquai. (laughs) You guys are so young. (laughs) (laughs) Virtual, look up, look up Jamiroquai. 
virtual insanity and you'll see some of the best dancing you'll ever see in your entire life. It's all done on a conveyor belt in a room where even the furniture is moving, like the furniture is moving and he's dancing around it. So, all, right, all right. Say it. What is this again? It's the, the song is called virtual insanity. If you look that up, you'll find it. So, cause I'm not going to smell Jameer quiet to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see here. And the song is really good. <laughs> I actually really love the song. Still still trying to find it real quick. Yeah. Okay, I've seen this. Yeah. Okay. So that, but sandpaper on the ground. So I feel like this person is a little uninspired. But he, they took what this person was doing. Yeah, would have to have that entire setup to do that torture method. Who is, uh, who is gonna actually do that setup for, a, a, other than like Saw? Like if you do, <laughs> you know, if it's in a Saw movie, Tobin Bell. I mean, I maybe, guess, maybe it, they were watching the Saw movies and that's where they drew their inspiration from. They, and they just love Jamiroquai. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta we gotta develop a torture method with this my favorite band. But now, I, I will say on the actual thing, yeah, that is a terrible, terrible torture method because every time you get tired and you get pushed to the wall, you're gonna get, you know, raw dogged. Basically, you're gonna get all your, like, you're gonna get rubbed off all, like, wherever you're at. You sit, you lay down. So, you're eventually gonna get flesh taken off because you're going to get to the wall so yeah i thought it was so, yeah. i thought it was yeah i thought it's it would be, I, I thought it was yeah i thought it would be it would pretty be it would be one of the worst not maybe one of the worst but it would be definitely different painful psychologically it would be i think worse than yeah, like psychological physical. and actually physically painful and it's going to take a long time to die that's if, what i mean yeah if if the <clears throat> goal is to kill you it's gonna take yeah. long that's it like it it wasn't too long ago what maybe three well okay so when just we as a human race we like i mean shit we still do it but like that was the norm for like punishments like okay we don't really do like shit like that so much publicly now but like that was like the what was it the uh, the bronze bowl, the guy made that thing and then the oh I forgot for who, but then he's like all right let's test it out on you, put him in there and then uh, yeah that's just that would be oh, no. just torture in general. Ugh. I was getting pressure cooked basically alive, mm. yeah like steamed. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's some terrible execution methods. Uh, crucifixion should not be overlooked. It is a terrible way to go because most people think like you're just nailed to a piece of wood and you bleed out or whatever. No, it's actually a method of suffocation, like a prolonged suffocation. Well, and starvation too, right? Yeah, starvation if you made it that long. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's meant to be... It's meant to hang your arms above your clavicles to prevent your diaphragm from getting oxygen to your lungs. Oh. So it's it's much more like everyone thinks it's just like, oh, you're like nailed to a cross and you bleed out or you, you starve. No, you actually are it's it's actually a very complicated execution to where uh if your hands are up here and it's above your clavicles, your lungs, your diaphragm can't actually fill up your lungs. So think about like, I mean, I hate to say it, like when Navy SEALs do like, when they do like the log, you know, like holding or even the raft thing when they're doing it as a group, it's meant to build up actual lung capacity and everything and like air and things like that. You have to like, the the way you do that is actually because you have your legs. Crucifixion, they take your legs away from you. That's why they nail your feet like at a 
angle. So your knees are bent and you can't like what you what the whole purpose of crucifixion is is that you want to try to lift yourself up so that your chest cavity can expand and you can breathe. But then you have to release because you're you know, you're weak down there and mm-hmm. and then when if eventually if you're not actually succumbing to it um what the Romans would do is they just come and break your legs. They just hammer you. They literally hammer you at the knees. And not to and mention then, the the pre torture. Yeah. Oh yeah. And well, I mean, not a lot of people got that. Um, uh, that was varied based on the crime. Wow. <laughs> so, so yeah. sometimes crucifixion by itself was just like the the death sentence. But what about, what about, didn't the Brits, what did they call the wheel thing? Was that the rack? The breaking wheel? Yeah. There's the the rack and there's the breaking wheel. Those are two different methods. Oh. Oh. So, um, the breaking wheel is also awful. Um, where they basically break all four of your limbs and gosh, you just kind of waste away. Uh, that's, a, that's an ugly one. Crucifixion is almost a, you know, oh, a yeah, the photos or the images when you put in the breaking wheel. Yeah. yeah. It's are, they, are they pretty, pretty intense? Rough. <laughs> yeah. Pretty rough. But I don't, this drawing of this. They're all, hand, they're all hand drawings because there's no photos, obviously. Yeah. The breaking yeah. Wheel. Oh, man. That guy's got it rough. Huh. He's okay. been wrapped around that thing like a pretzel. I mean, okay. Well, we can move on from the, <laughs> the torture method stuff. We'll try to get onto some lighter. Do a whole episode on torture methods. <laughs> uh, oh, I want to. I, I want to see the difference between the rack, though. Oh, that's <laughs> the, rack the rack. Is, yeah, the rack is actually meant to break ligaments and and induce confessions. It's not a killing method. This guy just looks like he's having his back cracked. <laughs> I could use that actually. <laughs> yeah, this this photo actually looks really good. I'm gonna put it in oh, stuff across the internet. Um, now it just looks really nice. Yeah, it's not. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm not saying. I'm just saying <laughs> this particular photo. I'm not saying the torture method. He's um, smiling in it. <laughs> they shouldn't have made him. He just it just looks like the like. There's he's like ah, finally some relief. That that L six was driving me nuts. Exactly. You know that pop when it happens, and you're just like, oh, I've been, that was it. Why does why does Chrome do this stupid thing where uh, it won't let you save? It says web web p file. You know what I mean? No, I think that's just on you. I think they don't want you looking any further. Are you saying that my Chrome has filters? <laughs> yeah, but I don't have that problem. Okay, you guys ready for the next one? Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm just gonna eventually put this in the thing. So we'll, don't worry we'll about save it. Save torture episode because yeah, that's gonna be a whole episode. We can do it. Okay. All right. Well, the, I already spun the wheel. The next thing is lab-grown meat. I can't wait to hear your guys' opinion on this one. Um. Obviously, we we've kind of all known for a while that they're trying to make lab grown meat right uh but from mad max TV, they're saying that lab grown meat could cause cancer and is actually worse for the environment than normal beef what do you guys what are you guys thoughts on that what do you guys think about lab grown meat for it against it um yeah i think it's you think would you try it if someone had was like hey try this try this lab grown meat if if there was like if it's like how they culture stem cells i mean they're they're growing vats of of cell tissue that would that would culture i would think that it would i didn't know any of that i didn't know that there were studies about 
it being toxic. Um, but I always thought like, okay, if they could replicate like Wagyu to where uh, a, a slab of meat had like, m- you know, muscle tissue and fat tissue perfectly grown for like, it's, you know, that would be kind of cool. I would try it, but I didn't know anything about that toxic stuff when I thought that. Yeah. Like I've thought, I've thought the cool, the, like it would be cool to grow cows, like uh, genetically alter cows to where they're grown without heads and they, they just grow them in labs and then we, we eliminate we the talk, suffering aspect. I feel like we, we did. talk about this. I think, yeah. Cause I think it was like the, the consciousness of, of an animal. I, I yeah. Think we were, we're going into a deep dive there of like, Maybe. I think it was, um, like, just humanely growing meat in a way. So like if, yeah, if it didn't have, if an animal didn't have a head, is it really alive? Is it, is it really torturing it? Yeah. It almost is like growing a plant at that point. Like if it doesn't have a brain, the central nervous system, I guess it would have to have, but it wouldn't be connected to anything. If there was some way to do that. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't they try this with chickens? I mean, there is the chicken miracle, Max. I know him, Mike. (laughs) I know. I don't know how to feel about that story. (laughs) He must have had just the right amount of brainstem left or something. That was that's just wild. uh, Um, I don't I don't know. Um, I'm also looking in at LiveScience.com and it says of September 2022, according to the US FDA, um, there are no current food products made from cultured animal cells available to buy on the U.S. market, but that's not saying that there won't be in the near future. Um, well, what about the celebrity meat? I thought that was that whole mo- that whole movement. What is celebrity meat? Where okay, like if you're a super fan of Taylor Swift or whatever, or uh, some rapper. They get they they donate some of their like a, a cell culture and then in a the lab they replicate that particular celebrity's meat that the fans can then buy and eat. Get, the, the, it was there was a get thing. Get the fuck out of here! What? Uh, hold on, I'm gonna look it You're up. serious? <laughs> I'm not I'm not joking. I, I know it I sounds crazy. Taylor, I love Taylor Swift so much. I just want to eat. Eat the butt. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that you know the the conspiracy theory people went it's like the real thing. Uh, <laughs> the they went they went nuts over it because um uh because they were like oh this is part of ritualized uh whatever this is part of like the celebrities ritual or whatever yeah um yeah so here we go. I don't know. I don't know if this is the actual site, but I'll put it. I'll put it in there. It's in stuff across the internet. Um, let me let me double check this. Yeah, but I put it there. So, celebrity meat. Don't just watch your favorite actors eat them. Bite Labs might just have one of the grabbiest uh, landing pages we have ever seen. Picture above. Eat celebrity meat. Bite Labs grows meat from celebrity tissue samples and used to make art. Art is how do you say art is artistic but it art, art with the al at the end clark help me out artistical? artisanal <laughs> artistical <laughs> i'm assuming artisanal yeah yeah anyway artistic salami um so anyway uh how, how could you not click for more we did here's what we found citing the winston churchill 1930 when i okay i i have to go to the actual site so anyway, yeah, there was a thing uh, uh, at some point about celebrity okay. meat. So yeah, what are your thoughts on celebrity meat? Would you do it? Do you have a favorite celebrity that you would like to eat? Are, are you asking yeah. us, or is that in I'm the asking website? you? What? Well, no, I'm at no, no. That was me asking you. No, there's there is <laughs> no. That's that's cannibalism. <laughs> but it wasn't from a person that was conscious. It's just it's just meat at that point. I mean, Your have you house. ever picked a scab as you, as a kid and eaten it? Same thing. I'm kind of pretty. That of is pretty. not the same thing. <laughs> it's not no. the same thing. A scab is, is dried blood. 
I mean, <clears throat> that James Franco, he's sexy. He's art arty. Let's make him salami. The Franco salami must be smoky, <laughs> sexy, and smooth. Franco's meat will pair well with lean, strong venison. Sharp, uh, I don't even know what that word is. Peppercorns and caramelized onions provide uh, Franco's underlying flavors. Complemented with charming hint of lavender, the Franco salami t- <laughs> taste will be arrogant, Arrogant, distinctive, and completely, uh, I don't even know that word either. They're, they're using fancy culinary terms. Go back to it. It's, I, it's in stuff across the internet. I put the Franco one. I'll put the, I'll put the, uh, Jennifer Lawrence one. I'd eat a little bit of Jennifer Something like, it was like something like an AI wrote that. That (laughs) sounds like something Arrogant, distinctive, and completely undeniable is all I hear. So, yeah, there we go. Oh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, lab girl. The J Law salami will be complemented with a mixture of rabbit and pork. A charming and confident uh, flavor profile. The J Law salami is a uh, coarse ground in a rustic style, smooth with notes of honey and uh, spiced with orange zest and ginger. Always surprising. The salami will never fail to entertain. Are we done with the celebrity meat? You guys have weird looks. I can't just I can't discern what your looks mean. (laughs) I I just can't believe this is a a thing. I just don't understand that. I mean, who was it? The other things though down there at the bottom. Like if you go to the bottom, look at some of the stuff. Coffee in the future. Traceability and sustainability. Hold on, let me look. I didn't read that. Coffee is gonna disappear. Coffee. Oh, down here at the yeah proteins right, I mean, from petroleum pipeline. Smooth versus, versus just... ridged penne. A COVID nineteen pasta drama. <laughs> Are we taking this seriously? All right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, hold is this a real? Like... This is this isn't real. This is a parody. This is this yeah. is this is not real. Yeah. Okay, uh, there's an article on bloody disgusting. Um, let's see. Disable my ad blocker? No. Okay. Uh, uh, you, you, you keep looking up to see if this is real or not. Okay. <laughs> this is a little bit more from uh, sciencefocus.com. Rather than being part of a living, breathing, eating, drinking animal, cultured meat is grown in anything from a test tube to a stainless steel uh, bioreactor. Cells are acquired from an animal by harmless biopsy, then placed in a warm, sterile vessel with a solution called growth called a growth medium containing nutrients, including salt, protein, and carbohydrates. Every 24 hours or so, the cells will have doubled. Um, let's see here. Cellular farming doesn't grow cuts of meat with bone and skin or fat marbled through it. Like a uh, like normal steak, muscle cells require different conditions and nutrients to fat cells. So. Must be made separately. When the pure meat or fat is harvested, it is then it is a formless paste of cells. By the first cultured meat served up, when have chicken nuggets or burgers. Okay, so rather than it being like a like if you were to just cut into a piece of steak or something like that, it's gonna it's just gonna look like goo. Just gonna be sell goo. Yeah, it's gross. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and admit I'm reading further into this. It seems like it's not real. So <laughs> celebrity me. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> but the thing is, is the conspiracy theorist took it very seriously. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, I believe the, that piece. In a sense of the pink slime from McDonald's. I don't know if either of you remember that. that I do. Really I do. I do. Yeah. Pink slime. I knew someone. I kn- I knew someone in high school whose brother worked at a uh, McDonald's like plant, and and he refused to eat anything from McDonald's after that working experience. I hear they did take the soy out of the McNuggets though, so they're supposed to be all white meat. See, that makes you, what, what were they before? 
pink goo. Alright. Well that was a good that was a good meat uh section. That was a good good meat. Good meat one. current current events in the meat industry. Okay, but okay, but let's 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 get our final thoughts on that. Would you eat lab grown meat? Yes or no? If if that talk if you hadn't said that toxic thing, I would have been like open to it. Now I'm okay. all skeptical. Okay, I would eat it. Um, here's my thing uh, that we didn't touch on at all, and I wanted to interject was um, there's no striation in the meat because there's no muscle activity no. for the animal. So the meat itself would be very weirdly kind of bland cut. Like I, I don't even know really what it would look like. So um, I, I just had this. Ama- oh, sorry. Sorry. No, no. But that was the thing was like when you were talking about like headless cows and, you know, stuff yeah. like that. I was just like, like if they're not able to actually walk around and do stuff, there is no sty- like striation in the meat because there is no actual muscle activity. So you're eating muscle, you're, you know, you're eating muscle and some fat. You're not eating just like a mass of, of something. So you're, can be but you're saying that the, that the striations like why goo, you're saying all that fat striations wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that you can't, if, if they could just grow meat like that straight up in a lab, what are they doing? Are, are they shocking it to get muscle? You know, vibration, like, what are they doing to actually right. make it? Like They hook them all up to a TENS yeah. machine. Yeah, to look like actual. <laughs> There's all these things flopping. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, yeah, that, and that's, that's, that's a horror movie right there in its own right. It's just a whole lab of, like, meat. <laughs> welcome, to our, welcome to the Midwest uh, uh, cow labs, and there's just all these, like, disembodied things twitching on tables. I mean, here's where we get the striations. Yeah. I mean, I'm all up for, like, whatever, like, whatever free... You know, lab-grown meat that's helping the world, I'm all up for it. But if you throw a steak that's just slapped down and it's just a, it's just going to be a slab of meat. It's just going to be a, like, yeah. literally, it's going to be like jello. And that's, and that's what the thing is, is like pictures of it. It's not, it's not like, like I said, it's not like cutting into like a normal like piece of meat, whether it be chicken, beef, whatever. It's, it's just pink goo. But it is technically meat. It's just the the process of making it look like meat that they're gonna have to figure that piece out. Cause they were saying like you could put it in like burgers or chicken nuggets or something like that, because that's already what you know that process kind of is to a certain degree. Like beef, like hamburgers, yeah, you have like the you still have the fat and everything like that in it. But I don't know, maybe a 50-50 blend or something. That it could start out with, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it would work with ground beef, like that blend you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a hamburger. It's better, it's better yeah. than insects. <laughs> we're not. Yeah. Here. Klaus Schwab. <laughs> I mean, really, we're watching you. Here's the thing. Okay, now that we're on the topic of in- eating insects, I, I'm not against it. Like, I really am not. But I, what I don't want is I don't want that to be the only option. You know what I mean? Like if there was like a, hey, here's like a bug burger of a, a, a vegetable burger or a beef burger, depending on my mood, like if I just ate like shit the last couple of days, like I, I'm no kidding. Like when I know like I eat like shit, like I'll be like, I, I need a couple of salads or like mm-hmm. there's the uh, like like chicken nuggets or what is it? It's like the cauliflower fucking chicken nugget things that taste exactly like a chicken nuggets only it's cauliflower and it's great i mean the, the it really is a mind trip biting into a piece of broccoli when it tastes like a chicken nugget it is weird it messes with your brain and i can only imagine that's kind of what this uh, lab grown meat might do or like the texture of it but i just want the option because bugs really are yeah. high in protein that's the thing yeah. so and there's an abundance of it. So I, I think why not? 
Again, however, I want the option. I don't want someone to be like, you only get beef on the weekends, you know? Yeah, so. that's my thing. If if there's an overarching, like, uh, Dr. Evil telling me what I can and can't do, that's that's my that's my cutoff point. If if it was, like, in the grocery store and everything was normal, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll try it. I probably yeah. wouldn't make a thing out of it. Well, and it so, depends like, on how it tastes. Yeah. And, and see, that's the thing with... Uh, like milk like i always we have like the normal two percent or like in our house we'll have normal cow milk i'll get soy milk or the uh, almond milk the uh cashew and oat milk like i'll just i'll I'll buy them all because on different days it's like you know what i'm gonna try something different so it's i like i just like having the variety i guess so yeah yeah well it seems like well do you have more like uses for milk because for me personally i don't like i drink coffee black Mm -hmm. uh so i don't use any milk so we just have two percent here in my house that's like all we do Uh, and that's for cereal or coffee if my wife wants to have milk in her coffee and stuff like that do you actually have like favoritism like do you think i have soy like oh i can add this to coffee and it's fine but you would never add like soy to your cereal like cereal or something like that are you asking yeah yeah i'm asking like do you have like favoritism with the different almond oh yeah, if, okay. you, if you keep if you keep all of that together what do mm-hmm. you use the different milks for because i feel uh, like so- have, i feel like you would use certain milks for certain things so yeah it's it's not something where it's let me let me specify. Let me make that a little bit clearer. So like I don't have like all of the milks. I don't have like 10 different kind of milks. And it's not like, all right, uh, that one today, or that's my milk, that's my cereal milk. It's it's one of the things where I'll like I'll buy a almond milk this time and I'll use all, right. all of it and I'll put it in everything. And it's like, okay, this was kind of shitty, or you know, it didn't taste well with this. That's I'm gonna go back to this one. Or I'm gonna use this one the next time we go. So I'll finish all of it and add it to like different drinks and cereals and everything like that. So and like pancakes too. Like that's that's weird. Uh, it gives it a kind of a different taste. Pancakes rather than just using normal milk. So and the only reason why honestly is because I'm just lactose intolerant. So I can't have a lot of milk or I'll I'll just be farting and my wife gets pissed at me. So it's for her sake too. <laughs> So, oh, so which, okay. Another thing I've heard this and I don't know if it's true or not. Have you heard that? Like we, uh, like as a Western society are pretty much the only ones that drink milk or right? like, or like as humans, we're not supposed to drink milk yeah, because most of the world is lactose intolerant. Yeah, we are as we are actually not supposed to drink milk past like, uh, as, as mammals, we're not supposed to drink milk past or like nursing stage. Then why do we? <laughs> I guess, so why is that a thing? A lot of propaganda saying, oh, milk makes your bones stronger. Uh, I don't worry. And I drank it all the way. Like I drank milk with every meal up until I was like 12 years old. And that is not a mm-hmm. lie. That sounds crazy. I did it. I drank milk with hot dogs. I drank milk with spaghetti. I did all this. It sounds gross. It sounds disgusting. But I literally, my parents, but see, my parents are 40 years older than me and their parents are 40, like 40 years older than them. So like I have like generation on generations of like outdated data. Mm. So I literally grew up just drinking milk. That was every dinner drinking milk. Yeah. I heard and, that uh, there was a um, a mutation uh, about two thousand years ago in cows in like the I don't know I want to say like somewhere on the other side of the world and the 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 cow with the mutation uh, became the main cow and then and then the the lack or the when we drink it the majority of people have allergic reactions to it. But the but the um, extremely small numbers of the non mutated kind people seem to not have that issue. I've heard something like that, but it may be stupid, like celebrity meat. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know how much we can trust you after that celebrity meet. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, moving on to our next uh, topic, the Prince Rupert drop. Have you heard of this? Oh, my gosh. Beautiful. Oh, the glass. Beautiful and creepy. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that... I only recently found out about this maybe a year or two ago. I stumbled up again, stumbled across it and just seeing how tough that piece of glass is, is insane. So if you aren't aware of it and you're listening, it's essentially a teardrop piece of glass, right? And it is, uh, let me pull up some information on it. Um, come on. It's Clark. If you want to talk about it to like, pull up the stuff well i don't i don't want to spoil the ending of it of like how you can eventually break it but you you basically can't destroy it once it's made um but it's such a odd shape because it's a squiggly it's a squiggly shape <laughs> down to a bulb and the bulb is basically indestructible and you can't do anything to it you can shoot it you can hammer it you can do whatever you want and it's not going to break. But the second you break the tip of its end where its tail is, the entire thing will shatter like a claymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'll just be, it'll just, the entire thing will shatter like at bullet speed. Um, and it's just, uh, yeah, it's just a weird physics thing of how this thing exists. So, um, if you've got how, I forget how it's actually formed uh, now at this point, but if you've got the uh, date on it, you can tell them now. Isn't it? Okay. Isn't it molten glass dropped in water? There you go. So yes, this is but from... it's how it's cooled, isn't it? So, well, let, uh, let, me, let me see if uh, any of these say it. But this is again, this is from Wikipedia.org. So, how truthful it is, you might have to look somewhere else, but. It's the uh, toughened glass beads created by dropping molten glass into cold water, which causes to solidify into a tadpole-shaped um, tadpole-shaped droplet with a long, thin tail. These droplets are characterized internally by very high residual stress, which gives rise to counterintuitive properties, such as the ability to withstand a blow from a hammer or bullet on the bulb and without breaking while uh, exhibiting explosive distinguishing. uh, Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you take the tail off the end, even slightly damage it, the whole thing will explode in nature. Similar structures are produced under certain conditions in volcanic lava and are known as peel tears. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that's where the, where they got it from necessarily like the molten lava, but yeah, these, these things are just pieces of glass that are tough. It was, it's really cool to, what was it? I saw one under a hydraulic press and it left the imprints of the, uh, the, the teardrop or whatever in the press because it could withstand that pressure. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, um, it's pretty crazy. I do like yeah. those, uh, hydraulic channels that just crush stuff. Crush everything, yeah. Yeah. Crush a baseball. Crush, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Hydraulic press. Every now and then they do it like dangerous, like crush something dangerous. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like the one where there's always something. I don't know. Maybe it's just like the satisfactory part, you know, of like, the, you know, the satisfaction videos where it's like, ah, satisfying, like cutting cheese. It's just yeah. like when a hydraulic press, like, like play-doh or something like that and it just goes yeah yeah there's just something satisfying about that i don't know it was like a there was one i saw that was like a it was like a whole thick like box of crayons but it was like a a ton of crayons and it crushed and there's like little holes on the top of the hydraulic press head so it all like goes (laughs) yes yep what's the there's people that have a phobia about that though and I can't remember what the phobia is. And it's of, it's of like, those kind of relaxing. Yeah, thing. Well, no, the phobia of things getting pressed through multiple holes. Oh, trichophobia. Is that? What uh, it is? Yeah. If you type in, it's trick. I think it's trichophobia. 
it's the holes like those photoshopped things of people the palms of their hands or the heel of their foot and there's like uh someone photoshopped like hives like a beehive into it multiple holes and uh people freak out Tr yeah. trictophobia i'm pretty sure yeah okay don't google that <laughs> um this this next one that we're going to be talking about i'm going to drop it into the um uh, follow this link that'll be that'll be a good one okay so this next one is that the right one did i did i put the right one did I follow this link yep it's the right one okay so yeah this uh this next one that we're gonna be talking about you just gotta click follow this link in our discord you'll You'll see it, but uh, it's okay. uh, called Putting a Chicken to Sleep. I'll let you guys watch it, and then we can talk about it. Weird. Uh. <laughs> uh. I know I've... You know what's funny? This reminds me of uh, when... Uh, Al Gore was talking about how he could hypnotize chickens with his finger. What? This exactly. This reminds me of that. Yeah. No and way. He was, he was from Tennessee. Yeah. He's still yeah. here. Yeah. Al Gore is from Tennessee, so he'd probably know something like this. <laughs> it just doesn't right. of all the things he says. It just doesn't look great. Oh, look at it. Oh, do you, do you watch it all the way to the end? Whoa. Yeah. He, he, he wiped it. Weird. Yeah watch, yeah, watch it all the way in. Yeah. That's strange. That's strange. <laughs> I yes, I don't know how that is possible. So again, if you if you don't have the ability to um to watch it, what it is is it's just it's just some backwood guys. They grab a chicken and um it's been a while since I've watched the video, but they they put the beak of the chicken into the ground and then they draw a line from the beak away, right? Mm -hmm. Or what, what? Yes, and it and it puts I it to essentially. It. Yep, it, they draw a line from the beak going away, and the whole chicken just kind of goes limp, and it just sits, there. <laughs> it just sits there. I. Clark, what happens at the end of the video? It's been a minute since I've seen it. So at the end of the video, the guy wipes the line away. Like where they drew the line in the sand, he wipes it away and the chicken immediately gets aggressive and like starts getting <laughs> like crazy again. So it's like as soon as it broke that line, it immediately yeah. like woke up and went like uh, immediately alert. So See now, that you know what bothers me about all this is is the Fenord thing. It's like there's some biological wiring in a chicken's brain that that's it's that easable uh, easy to hack. So like the whole Fenord thing that bothers me in humans. What's what's, what's the Fenord thing? The the thing where basically um generationally we've been bred to be uh activated by a certain word and we use the word fnord because we're conditioned not to see or hear it when we're, it's presented to us it only causes a reaction so like the seven families or the you know the deep illuminati that's been controlling the world forever have been generationally breeding humans to react to this traumatic word but only uh to to they start uh exhibiting erratic behavior so like for instance if the news said it uh, somebody in a particular advertisement or a news broadcast, there would be panic selling of a particular stock. And and they've bred this in as a control mechanism to to fluctuate economies or uh, start wars or whatever. And we just use Nord to represent that word since we can't see it or hear it. Weird. So this I, I whole thing bothers me with the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, you're 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 saying that there's a word out there 
is it a word that we but okay so if they're saying it in the news and everything like that don't we already know the word no because the the those people have been conditioned to trigger it or it would be go on to the news broadcast it doesn't mean that the newscaster is like in on it it's just it's slipped into for instance their script so you can read it and say it but you are not conscious of reading and saying it so like if i say the chicken went to sleep i could also be reading of the fenord word in there but be completely uh, unrealized i did it not remember it not be cog like you know presently aware of it and neither are you but it will trigger a, a, like a fear response in you and me but but wouldn't the person wouldn't someone have to type that in it, it can it, but yeah but you they're not aware of it like the it, it's but disseminated it, i don't know how the i don't know the, the <laughs> how the the word is disseminated through like the ranks of all this i just this is what i've heard and it comes just, from a, a book series but people I just believe it. So I just don't know. Well, okay, let's, let's, let's pause. Let's talk about this for a second, because how can, how can someone, or right, let's just use the media. Cause I, I think that's, I think that's a good example. So if, if the, if the idea is to like, all right, we gotta, we gotta rile some people up. Let's use the Fenord mm -hmm. word. Right. How are, but the person, okay. So like the, the, who's ever in charge, you know, like, okay, let's mm -hmm. say it's the Illuminati. They're like, okay, let's, let's get some, let's get them going. How are they gonna just tell the people that we're don't know bred the word? to? Oh, 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 oh. I, I see what I, you're saying. I, yeah, like, do they have people like implanted into the media and like a script writers and like people in politics? You know, well, like, the way saying... I understand it is that they that the p all right, like, uh, clerk, you're aware of uh, uh, Succession, the show. Like this old timer, this this really small family has all this influence on the next president and the news and all of this stuff. Like imagine if they were the Illuminati and they were aware of all of this, but all the people that work under them are, are, are handed a script that they write or someone close to them writes and, and it's taken off to to be read to the news. So the, I guess that would mean that the people in the know would have to write the original script, but once it's disseminated, the people reading it and then regurgitating it are still unaware of it, if that makes any sense. So, so as long as it has a starting point, it's introduced, like it, it's like a, it's like a sleeper. It, nobody is aware of it in, until the only, the only thing it, happens is like panic selling in stocks or wars starting or whatever that's the idea you're, you're looking at me like like you're about to no. poke holes in my theory it's not my theory <laughs> <laughs> seth it doesn't work <laughs> clark what do you think what do you think no that's i mean that is kind of how it works <laughs> there yeah. uh and it's uh, even sadder with um our political like bipartisan stuff so um but yeah you have people that actually are writing for an agenda and actually it's the same agenda and they filter it down and it goes where it needs to go to and then people just read it and regurgitate it so it this reminds me of the movie they live yeah yeah where that's like a good he example. has those the, I haven't seen the whole movie yeah. through and through, but like he puts on the sunglasses and it says like obey and bye yeah. bye bye and you know like all this. that movie has the best fight scene in it. Yes, <laughs> South Park was... did, took it. <laughs> was that cripple fight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a finger, man. You're gonna listen to me, no bay. <laughs> what the, the fuck? <laughs> that, that man, that fight scene, that's a good one. It lasted as long as it should have. Yes. Uh, I'm mean, Timmy, yes. not Jimmy there. I said it wrong. Timmy, Timmy, if you're not gonna listen, no bay. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh man. Quick, quick side note though, and I don't know if anyone else has ever caught this. And it's, I've always raised, I've always wondered like, okay, did, did the, 
did South Park do this intentionally or not? But what is Jimmy's last name? Oh, uh, oh gosh. They actually say it eventually. Not in that episode. It's seasons later, they actually say his last name. Um, so in the in the later seasons, it's Balmer or Volmer, something like that. Palmer, I think. Is it Palmer? P-A-L. Palmer. I think it's Jimmy Palmer, yeah. But in that in that episode, his name is Jimmy Swanson, not Jimmy Palmer. And at the end of that episode, they get I think they get Jimmy like kicked out of town or something like that. Or he goes away to like jail or something. He gets kicked out of the scouts or it's something weird, but he leaves. And I don't know if they just were like, oh, whatever. Let's just change it to Palmer now. No one is going to notice. But it's always bugged me. It's like, is that is there two Jimmy's or just one Jimmy? And it's just whatever but his last name i don't know i'm gonna have to dig into the internet to see, That's see weird. About maybe this. you've stumbled across something i don't know yeah here's yeah yeah, yeah. there's two jimmies <laughs> <laughs> which one was funnier <laughs> i don't remember that wow that's crazy yeah i don't remember um and i think we have time for for one last one I don't know how long we're going to be able to talk about this last one, but I want to, I want your guys' thoughts and opinions on it. Roller Derby, the sport <laughs> nice. roller derby. Cause in the seventies, when I, when I stumbled yeah. across the video for it, it seemed like it was like the American gladiators of sports. It was just, there was, there's jerseys, there was announcers, there was referees. And it was just like, it was, there was a stadium and, how did that die out? I mean, like, okay, granted, yes, there are small, like, you know, roller derby teams. I think uh, women's roller derby, I think, is a little bit more popular than men's derby. Roller I didn't even derby. know men did roller derby. Yeah, yeah. That and was a thing? I, wow. Yeah. I'll try to find the clip again. I'll, I'll toss it in the... <laughs> it's, it's funny. Didn't um, Netflix but... make a show about a female roller derby, like, drama? It was called Glow um, or something. No, that's that's female wrestling. Oh, yeah. Glow, Glow is female wrestling, which is what I'm going to go ahead and say is I think a reason roller derby might have died out is because of professional wrestling growing. Oh. Okay, that, that, that makes m- sense. That makes sense. I was going to say it. It might make a little bit more sense. Um, because okay, I just I post I posted it and follow this link. You guys go ahead and watch it. You tell me how close to wrestling that that is. <laughs> like, that's the thing is roller skates <laughs> are also like such a dated. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, just like, whoa. <laughs> So here's here's my thing about roller derby is as far as I can tell, the points are arbitrary. Like yeah, who who is actually scoring roller derby? Like well, I it's I it just looks again, like you're I, beating each other up in skates. Yeah. Right? Like the he fucking clothes line or not clothes line, but he like drop kicks <laughs> yeah. someone yeah, like, in skates. Boom. <laughs> so like to me, uh, if this was the 70s, like I said, professional wrestling really took off in the late mm. 80s, well, mid, late 80s, and early 90s. Early 90s became the entire like revamp of like the characters and everything, and then you get into the late 90s, you get the Attitude Era, and then you get like you know the 2000s, and now it's become like a whole thing where people know always always told people when I ever did um, talking about horror movies. Professional wrestling is like horror movies. Everybody knows it's fake. Everybody is impressed by how you can make it work. Oh, okay. No. So it's like people watch professional wrestling now because they're like, oh, it's like I'm interested in how they make the story work. The, like the athleticism, like how it unfolds, 
all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, like you know, it's all you know fake. But it's like scripted, this, yeah. Yeah, there's just this like certain amount of theatrics that you're like impressed by. Nobody goes to horror movie. If you're a horror movie fan, you don't go to a horror movie to be scared. You go to a horror movie to be impressed by how they can make you feel different than everything you've seen before. I'll I'll say that's true because like even like the new Halloweens, like I I just I I love Michael Myers that whole that whole series. I I love it. And it's I, I I'm not scared by him. I'm interested to see where they take the story next, and that's why it's like even the, like the Rob Zombie ones. Okay, yeah, they get a lot of a lot of heat for being trash, but it, it's interesting to see a new take on a Halloween series from a different perspective, a different writer director. So I, I can I can understand that. Yeah, the, you I mean, the say thrill... that his movies were trash. <laughs> Rob, no, <laughs> okay, clarify that. No. No. <laughs> now the second Halloween was trash. The first one, no, I really like the, the first fir- one. Even the first one, they they like a lot of people do not like the Rob Zombie remakes of Halloween. Look, okay, that is me, not the me... case in Tennessee. That is a uh, that is a golden oldie in Tennessee. Rob Zombie Halloween. Now Gosh. two, I'll give you that. Two is two is garbage. But you know the the look the studios interfered. All right. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. I'm not saying I don't like it. I I thoroughly enjoy it. Even with Rob Zombie making it, um, I like. I don't let me see. Did anybody see Lords of Salem? <laughs> I but if we're talking Rob Zombie, I'm just gonna go ahead and say House of a Thousand Corpses is one of the, my pretty is, good. It's my, in my top like three favorite horror movies of all time. So it's a must watch every year. Did you watch, um, did you watch uh, the third installment? I didn't. I, I hated, I didn't like devil's rejects. So really? Okay. Yeah. I was okay uh, with it. Yeah. I say I hate it, but devil's rejects. I, I, I jokingly called it redneck heat. <laughs> <laughs> okay that could see that well the the, the, the i like movie than it is more of an actual horror movie so yeah it's 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 rough for different reasons for sure the 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 third installment i was disappointed with i like devil's rejects but it, it the third installment like was good and then the stupid like last quarter of the movie just it made all of it terrible. There was one good scene. There was a nice home invasion scene that I enjoyed. Okay. So let me see here. Come on. Okay, just to give you a frame of reference. Um oh, come on. Come on. Okay. Um the Rob Zombie Halloween remake gives it an overall rating on IMBD six out of ten. Not not terrible, right? It's above a five, mm-hmm. but it's still still low on like the it's like eh, the nineteen seventies uh, or the nineteen eighty whatever the the original Halloween movie, right? Seven. 70 yep 77 has an overall 96 percent approval rate it's fucking perfect (laughs) exactly so it's just like you can't remake a classic like that and that's why again i'm not saying i don't like it it was cool to see another person's take on it and even with bringing back what was it the uh um jamie lee curtis and the original like that whole storyline that movie has a bad score rating um for the new halloween movies too so what was the know. latest one halloween kills was that the latest one I think it was there's the last one. halloween <laughs> yeah. yeah halloween kills there's one in between that though halloween ends is it i think that jimmy yeah. curse 
two two last ones. I remember that. So yeah, is is there one he more installment, or are they done? No, that should have been that should have been it. That should have been everything. Okay, they weren't that made... good. I didn't enjoy the new ones. I real I really again I I liked the 2018 one. It was cool to see yeah. a different like them just taking taking place right after that 1971 because that's essentially oh, what it okay. was. You, yeah, you had the 1970s one, and then they just erased everything. And I was like, all right, this is what 20 years later or 50 years later 20 geez i can't do math yeah fucking 50 years later what's going on so i thought it was cool i thought it was now again i haven't seen the last two new ones but nevertheless i feel like i'm talking about that is is there yeah i don't want to give out spoilers never mind go ahead we can just move on we can just move on sports move on well i don't yeah i mean this was a while ago but is there the basement trap in the one that you saw that was the that was okay. So that's the that's the 2018 one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was 2018. Yep. That was five years Man. ago. Weird. <laughs> but with roller derby, would you want roller derby to come back? Yes. I'm After just... watching the clip that you sent, I I'll, I would watch that. Just dudes <laughs> like clocking each other with their skates. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Imagine if they could mix it though with wrestling, where it's like, give them the chair, and like they were rolling around with a chair, and you guys, boom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, they made Fair. it entertaining like that, but yeah, I just think I, it's I mean, scoring and stuff with like roller derby. I'm like, who's winning? I don't get this. <laughs> yeah, also, the, like, I would the, the, the scoring thing, I wouldn't pay attention to, I would just be watching the crazy drop kicks. If if you could mix the two, if you could mix like the pro wrestling aspect of it, like where there's a story behind, you know, like they that people could follow with a scoring thing of like actual, you know, like I think I think that's stuff in weird roller derby. I think we should come up with a team when we're all close together. When we all live close. We will. Do you know? Do you guys know how to skate? Yeah, but I don't need those injuries. Those are some serious <laughs> injuries. Oh, I'm trying to break now at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to blow out a knee. I'm doing pretty that's good a, right now. <laughs> that's up in weird roller derby team. Can we make a shirt that says that like roller derby, like, yeah, yeah. and weird team. All right. Oh, all right. All right. And funny. all this, all this, like, we're going to make this, we're going to make this weekend on that's up and weird. We're rolling out some shirts. That's what we're are doing. We doing it. Are we doing we're doing it. Weekend? We're doing okay. it. We're doing the. What was rolling. the? What, I forget what. Sorry, sorry, Clark. I said rolling. Uh, <laughs> we're rolling them out. What's the idea? We had this idea about the fist. There was going to be a fist, and it was like, um, I don't know. It was like make Bigfoot great again. It was something stupid like that, but it was really I funny remember. in the context. Well, I remember we, that. We need Bigfoot. On roller skates with his fist up in the air. Make <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot great again. Yeah, if I you think you put it in. You put it in the itinerary of what we've got to do. <laughs> Did I? I think so. I don't. Th- it's it's probably not in the spreadsheet. But all right. Yeah, I'll okay, I'll, so, I'll dig around tonight. Okay, so if you're listening to this. By the time we have everything figured out, we should have the store open. So go check it out, I guess. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll toss a link. We'll have on. at least three shirts. <laughs> <laughs> three shirts to choose from. Uh, and then uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, the uh, we're trying our hardest. We have yeah, a guest that we just can never get the timeline synced up perfectly. We will eventually, but he has a very interesting podcast. Uh, it's called we live and it's essentially about a, uh, a podcast after the zombie apocalypse. And it's a really interesting take on it where, uh, every guest that they have on the show dies in the episode. So they have like a 45 minute hour long conversation. And at the end of that conversation, they uh they end up dying in some sort of weird way. It's really cool. I've listened to the first two episodes. I suggest going and checking it out. We'll get him on here so he can actually explain most of it, 
hopefully uh, sooner rather than later. But that about wraps up Fishbowl. Seth, Clark, do you guys have anything you want to add to the to end of this uh, end of this episode? Nah. Mm-mm. Skate safe, oh. kids. <laughs> Skate safe. That goes on the shirt. Skate safe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead and check us out on some of the social medias. You know where to find us. And we have that saying, we don't want stuff that's normal. We want stuff that's effing weird.